today, the 25th of July, 2023, just in case you be going what year it was. Mariota, Sotomando, and Evie here. We're rocking with you for the next 45 minutes. We've got a great show lined up for you. Um, but I need to start off with some tragic news. The car. Oh, what happened with your car? The car saga. This has been a whole thing, too, because it's, like, ruined my free time. It's um, ruined my life. Yeah, basically. And the guy who... So, like, the car sold Woo. on Trade Me. But he didn't come pick it up last week, so I had to wait. I was like, I'll hold it for a week for you. Yesterday, Jackson Owens is coming in for an interview. Like, but at the same time that this guy's picking up my car, so I'm desperately trying to find out, like, hey, are you coming to get the car? Mm. He texts me back and says, I bought one yesterday. I'm sorry. <sighs> I held the car for him for like a whole week. I hate this guy. I don't know who he just, is, but I hate the, this guy. To the bottom like to the deepest pits of my soul I despise this man me and all my homies hate this man yeah yeah, yeah. thank you yeah. nah this guy sucks nah I was really looking forward to having an extra like thousand dollars after the whole thing with the dryer yeah yeah and yeah. also I'm, I got a whole, I got leave coming up I could have really done with some spending money mm. it's just mm. all around so yeah I, I believe in you you've sold the car you get a real salesman vibe about it you could do it I just <laughs> don't worry it's, I just miss the days where I could like Give my dad something to sell. And she's like, Dad, sell my car. Yeah, yeah, you know, and now my dad's like, don't sell your car, you're a grown adult. Like, oh, like, uh, okay. It's like, like how I have to book my own doctor's appointments. Oh. Oh, it's terrible. Why can't my mum just do it? Yeah. Mom. I just, why can't my dad just call in sick for me? I don't you know, want to like... call the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that um, parents, like, really love to say, like, you're an adult now, you can do these things, but at the same time, you're like, you are my child! Mm. And I'm like, hey... <laughs> Hey man, like, where, <laughs> which where, one are we doing? Yeah, what side am I playing on, bro? I just need some some clarity, some definition, <laughs> some clarity of our you relationship, know. mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think we should start the show off on a high note, a positive, something you're very passionate about, Evie. Some incredible news coming out of a national sporting team. We won the first game of the Women's World Cup. The Football Ferns beat Norway. I said last week on the show, I was like, oh, I don't know if we're going to win. I was wrong. I was so wrong. It was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> like, I have been saying this since it happened. Like, I've never really got sports. I've never been a sports person. It really, like... But I got it. I had a you great it, yeah. time. I was. It yeah. was an emotional roller coaster. They're incredible. Like mm. they run a lot. Like this is. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I know how. Like you know, like they it's, run it's very beginners level. I watched some football, but they covered like a hundred and one kilometers. It like comes up at the end with the little stats. Mm. Girl, these girls be running around. It was amazing. Yeah. And um, what a moment! Like genuinely, what a historic like amazing moment in New Zealand sports watching the football ferns just like win the first game like in our country like you know like on home turf like that's so sick the the first like the the men's team have never won a world cup game we have football ferns have the men's never won nah they they've had some they had that year where they had a lot of ties and that Mm. was like that was big for us because we were like we were very excited. Yeah. I remember they like it was a big deal, but uh, wasn't a tie for Cut football. The chick, it wasn't, wasn't a tie. It was a uh, a win, a one nil win. Yeah, cut and, the like, chick. Hannah for the Wilkinson, friends, bro. Oh, she's a beast. Legend. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Like, oh my goodness, I loved watching her and um, the player. There was like this one player from Norway. I think they had beef. This is me making up a. <laughs> Situation, but they, yeah, were, they yeah, yeah. were like shoving each other around a lot, and I was nice. like, I wouldn't want to 
I wouldn't want to get into a into a, a beef with Hannah Wilkinson. She's she's fit. Yeah. She yeah. works out. She's yeah. running really fast. Like she's cool. <laughs> she one. did a mural outside the um of Eden Park. They mm. like um she's an artist as well, which is like girl pick a thing. Like why are you good at everything? But she does amazing mural on the outside of um the stadium and it looks beautiful and I think it's just real cool to see like you know, you're that involved in it, that mm. your art's on it, your face is on it, you're playing it, you're, like, breathing it. And I'm yeah. like, yes, girl. Like, straight up living and breathing a sport. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I'm stoked. And tonight, we've got another game. We've got the Football Ferns uh, versus the Philippines, which um, should it's going to be very exciting. It's at 5.30. Tune in. It's free on Prime. Don't You don't have to pay. You don't have to pay. I saw a lot of people saying, oh, I couldn't watch it because I didn't want to pay for Sky Go. You can watch it on Prime, which is on the SkyGo app, but you don't have to make an account, just so everyone knows. Because I didn't Hex know. with Evie. <laughs> I didn't know. And I, I had a whole journey with trying to figure out how to watch it. I, yeah, it was great, though. It's exciting stuff. It's I really like exciting. seeing you be passionate about sports. I never got it until I saw women do it real mean, I guess. But, like, I don't know why. I don't really, like... I played football for many years up until a certain point in high mm. school. So, like, at least I know what the rules are. So mm. that helped. But, now, like, something about it being, like, these awesome women from New Zealand have been fighting so long to, like, have this moment, like, get it. I was like, I get sports. Now we got to get, get you into, like, the blood gulch that is fighting sports. Well, like, MMA. This, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, watch, I did used to watch a bit of MMA with... um. When Ronda Rousey was having her moment? Uh, no, there's way better than Ronda Yeah, Rousey. I've heard that, yeah, but I've only yeah. watched, like, just No, we got to get you was... into it. That's next. Yeah. That's next. I'm keen. going to get you that cauliflower ear for sure. Oh, like, what about that goth real? boxer girl? I might get into boxing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I might go watch her. I'm also still into wrestling, which counts as sports. It's sport entertainment. Yeah, scripted or otherwise. Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. from my heart. I don't like wrestling. Up next, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I caught up with Jackson Owens yesterday. Um, he is genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever met. He's mm. also remarkably handsome and has, like, one of the best voices I've ever heard. He's just, like, a triple threat, and I was, like, very intimidated by his mere presence. Um, Jackson Owens, incredible man all around. Uh, this is my interview with him from yesterday. Our illustrious guest joining me on the show today, an incredibly talented vocalist, uh, hailing all the way up here from Rotorua. I got Jackson Owens in the building. How's it going, Ace? Good, brother. Good, good, good. All good. Nice to have you up in the studio, man. I've been um, I've been listening to your music for a few years. I, I was telling you before when we before we started recording, like when I was working on radio, uh, man, your music was on high rotation. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, man, this guy, where did he come from? How is he so talented? And you were talking to me, you've been doing the music since you were like a teenager? Yeah, brother. Yep. Yeah, it's been a few years now since I was about 16, 25 now. So, yeah, it's been it's been an awesome journey so far. What do you reckon was like the the biggest experience, learning experience for you in those couple in those years doing music? Um, learning experience probably like I've been quite blessed to be um mentored by a lot of mean artists like uh, the Sons of Zion brothers, been on tour with um Stan Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, done a gig with six sixty, but just having those people that um that I can relate to and just learn off, I guess, has been the biggest experience for me. Um, but yeah, yeah. For twenty five years old, the the music you're pumping out is is masterful, dude. Like, like to to have such a firm grip on your sound mm. is amazing. I'm sure you've had all the compliments, but the single of yours, uh, now forever, that dropped last Friday. Um, you were mentioning this is the first single of something to come. Yeah, brother. Yep, yep. So this is the first single of my EP to come. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this EP. It's um, it's it's definitely been 
been just an awesome experience creating it. Uh, work with my brother. He's been close, you know, with me the whole time. Been riding together. Um, in different, all my mates and stuff. Been involved. Work with Kings, Mikey Dam, um, Rory Noble. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get it out there. And I'm excited about this new single I've just released too. So, talk to me about this single. What does now forever? I suppose encapsulate. What does that mean? Yeah, it's ba- basically it's a it's a love song about um just cherishing those moments you get with your loved ones kind of thing. Just um yeah, making those little moments last forever, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's basically what it is about. Yeah, you now being a father, how has that shaped the way that you write music and create music? Yeah, it's definitely played its part. Eh? I just recently done a song in Te Reo, Te Reo Māori for for him, mm. like dedicated just for him, just um, purely on the love I have for him. I just thought, oh man, I have to do a song for him and hopefully he can take it throughout his life and look back on it and think, fuck, my dad did a stink song. No. <laughs> <laughs> the song's work. No. You gotta, yeah, you got to hope that he's going to like it. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> but nah, yeah, it's definitely changed my life for the better. And um, yeah, he's he's everything to me. And yeah, he's a man. He's on. Did you feel a lot of love and support when you were creating your music in today? Yeah. Um, I suppose in the last couple of years, I've just, you know, been really into getting like learning my Māori, learning my culture, um, doing more songs in, in Te Reo Māori, so it's just been awesome and the um, support I've had from obviously all the Māoris and um, cultures out there has been cool as well, so um, I'm lucky enough to have people in my family that speak Te Reo Māori and mm. I'm constantly learning off them, but um, it's definitely something in the in my, on my bucket list, I have to go to that, to actual like learn the proper way and stuff, so it's um yeah it's been an awesome journey yeah this new ep that you're working on uh when are we sort of looking at expecting that yeah it should be within the next month or so um i've actually got pretty much finished all of it and got it mixed and mastered so it's it's just sitting there ready to get released um like i said i'm excited eh? it's um definitely a good representation of my my sound and where i want to head towards so um yeah i'm keen and yeah, it should be out on all platforms within a month or so. Mean. You got any uh, visuals planned for it? Um, yeah, we have um, shot a few visuals. Um, yeah, but uh, we're looking at doing a couple more for that for it. So mm. getting my brother there with his bikini on. Yeah, <laughs> how good. Have to. But when it comes to visuals, are you like somebody who's like, like some artists? It's such a big. It's almost bigger than the song itself. Yeah. How do you treat visuals? Yeah. Um, I've got people on the team that are a bit more switched on than me at that sort of stuff I'm more like the music guy and um, take more care in that side of it but yeah it's definitely a big part the the visuals in that um, but yeah yeah. do you I'll ever go. feel like uh, visuals I don't know because sometimes I feel like visuals make up uh, I think if you're like a casual listener you watch the music video and you go oh that song's a lot deeper than I thought Yeah. do you want people to feel like that when they watch your visuals or do you want the song to explain itself by itself yeah I, th- I feel like in the lyric uh bit of both mm-hmm. i feel like um yeah i do want the, the visuals to be you know have a story behind it and stuff so we're working on that at the moment uh, i won't give too much away but yeah should be good mean <laughs> nah looking forward to it man thank you so much for your time coming up here man like um i really appreciate your sound i appreciate your music and you're just like a good dude i uh, appreciate your time brother so um yeah this new ep of yours coming out within the next month where's the best place for us to keep up to date with you and this ep and new music and everything in general yeah so basically instagram and facebook just jackson owens um 
you can find that it should should be on Spotify, all platforms. So yeah, just under Jackson Owens. Now forever is the um, EP um, name as well. So same as the single. So yeah, you should should be out on all platforms. Exciting stuff, man. Mate. Thank you. Another big shout out to Jackson Owens. His latest single, Now Forever, is streaming on the website, tahi.fm. Go over, check it out, stream it now. It's incredible, and I'm also very much looking forward to his new EP on the way. I'm also looking forward to maybe, for the first time in my life, I haven't actually been there. One day I'm going to be able to experience the St. James Theatre. We've saved the St. James Theatre. It's been saved. Like, all these years I've seen people wanting to save it, and the only stuff I'd ever... Take Home Pay filmed the final fight scene of the movie in there and i know that evandale bowling club like tom scott and then filmed the music video years i think i want to say it was years gone by was such in there. an amazing video eh? um and so like I, that's my context of the saint james theater has always been it being dilapidated like like i just yeah. never seen it in good shape and now one day potentially We'll go in there. So uh, for those who don't know, the St. James Theatre is an Auckland theatre of old that has been basically falling apart around the last 15 years. It's had There was a fire at the building next door. There was always various, like, things that had... Like, a series of unfortunate <laughs> if events it could go this wrong, building. it did. Um, but with a lot of historic buildings, if you choose to save them, it, it can be very expensive. And so the government has... Uh, pledged $15 million to save the building. This is something that Chloe Swarbrick of the Green Party has been working on for a really long time. Um, It's in her electorate sort of area, so she's been really focused on it. And it's great news because, personally, um, I think it's always good to have more venues. And I also, I'm a sucker for an old building. I love an old (laughs) building. Like, keep me away. I love them. I think they're great. So it's really exciting, and it's very good news for the arts community because Mm. you can do music shows there, theatre shows, I don't know, whatever else. I didn't even know what it was till I moved to Auckland, to be fair. Um, But my hope is that it's a UNESCO-like site. I'm hoping that we move down the motu and do this in other cities as well. Mm. Because I believe that we're not, they're not hard to come by, right? Like a nice old building in a city that's kind of falling apart that Mm. we could be using for something really cool, but we're not because it's really expensive. Mm. I'm hoping that we can see more of this restoration of these large venues throughout the entire country, not just in Tamaki Makoto. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the first step, right? Like, the yeah. St. James Theatre is, like, one of the more prominent ones, and I think you get that one out of the way. We'll hopefully start to see more of that around the country, especially in, like, some of those places. Like, the, like I, I've heard that there's, like, not really great concert venues and places like, is it, like, Christchurch and that? That don't really have, like... Yeah, they're having issues in Christchurch, slightly different, where they do have some venues, but the noise restrictions down there have been a real issue, and, like, Mm. it's been a real... There's been a lot of people working really hard to sort of save Christchurch music venues, because, Mm. like, in in Auckland, for example, and in Wellington, there's been various venues where they ran for years, and then it became a more residential area, and then people complained about the sound, and then they got rid of it, and that can be quite disappointing for the arts community yeah. like especially considering what we just went through with covid and like live music not being a thing mm. we nearly lost a lot of great music venues like really really special places and i'm so glad to see that they're still around we did lose a couple yeah um but yeah. it would be cool to see this funding be uh spread out eventually throughout the country and see more of these like heritage venues like open up and hold plays like i'm really have you ever been to the um the, is it the hollywood theater in avondale yeah that's one times. of those like he, like that's a place to me that holds unique cultural significance and mm. we need to maintain those and if we've got two of those in auckland you can guarantee there's got to be 
bunch, dozens up and down the country. Oh, for sure. Um, Wellington also just needs way more venues. Oh, really? Oh, we could talk about this all day. Like, there's no, like, venue in Wellington where um, it's either, like, 400 or, like, 2,000. There's no, like, sort of mid-size, like, power mm. station-esque yeah, was like, say, venue. So a lot of artists will, like, skip Wellington. It's historically happened for, like, ever. it's so annoying. Mm. Like, it used to drive me insane. Like, mm. I'm like, why are you going to Christchurch and Auckland and not Wellington? It's a 40-minute flight. Like, come on. But there's it's just the capital. For it. I know. I, I'll never understand that. It's the capital. Didn't, um... If I remember right, didn't Eminem last time he came over like only performed at Wellington? He I don't didn't remember, come to Auckland that, or something. That. There was like a couple international hip hop artists that came and like didn't come to Auckland, and it was like, like I finally for the first time in my life was like, hey, what the fuck? Honestly, <laughs> like, what about us? Like when Sean Kingston came to New Zealand, uh, he played in the Hut, and that was huge. Yeah, he played in Rewa. Also, if Chris I Brown right. played in the Hut once, which was weird. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, we're, never we're, again. We're Brown, <laughs> we, don't, don't worry. We don't, don't have to worry about that, Gazer. Don't worry about Chris Brown, guys. The board has got that, Chi. But yeah, big shout out to the entire team that worked tirelessly over the years to save the St. James Theatre. We're excited about it and we're also excited for what the future might hold for other music venues. Yeah. All right. Um, we're, uh, we're actually being kicked out of the studio right now. How do you feel about this, Evie? Um... This is a betrayal. Oh. Uh, but Harry is uh, coming in here. With some illustrious guests. He's an interviewer now. Yeah, so um, we're going to step out and allow our matua and producer slash boss slash prison who signs out. Yeah, I don't think he signs our paychecks, but, you know, he's, he's a involved. decent geezer. Um, he's going to be uh, taking over, so we're just going to step out. We'll be back with you soon. Joining us on the tie this morning are illustrious guests Nick and Will from Saatchi. Club Saatchi, so uh, obviously the last one is this Friday, yeah. Nick of the Woods, yeah. up here in Tamaki Makoro. Uh, you've done Dunedin, yeah. Yeah. and you've done Welly as well. Yeah. Um, my first question, I guess, for you is, what beef do you guys have with Christchurch? <laughs> well, the thing is, is we, we it's, it's weird that it all came about at the same time, because we were booked to do some live shows, mm. and we did a live show in Coronet Peak and a live show in Christchurch, and then we announced... Club Saatchi. So, and then it got confusing about like what shows we were doing where. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but so we, we actually did a live show in, in Christchurch the night before we did Club Saatchi in Dunedin. Um, so yeah, nothing against Christchurch. Well, we'll, we'll bring it to Christchurch one day, I think. Yeah, but it yeah. kind of just worked out that yeah, it wouldn't really make sense if we were going to do live Christchurch and then do, do a Club free Saatchi. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, conflict of interest. Conflict of, yeah, but no, but we did a we should, we did a great show in Christchurch. It was sold out. Some of the yeah, it was fun. The people from Gore said the same thing. They're like, "Where's the club? Such <laughs> Gore yeah. show." We're gonna do a regional because I I feel like a lot of people do regional tours in Australia, yeah. like regional tours, but no one really does like the regions in New Zealand, which is like you know your Nawahias, yeah, your Shimaroos, your your Gores, you know, just really get get Heartland, New Zealand. Yeah, that's Did I see? Was it the mayor of Gore that was um, tagging you guys <laughs> on Bell. socials? Being like, he, we've got the venue, just yeah, turn up yeah, and yeah, we can Bell. do a game. He's a great the friend of ours. Mayor of New Zealand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the nature of Club Saatchi is that it's a free show, but so you're encouraging people to get there early to make sure they're able to get in the door. Mm. Um, what's the consolation prize for anyone who doesn't get in? Do you have little like Saatchi goodie bags or something <laughs> you're handing out? Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because the lines have been very long, but also at the same time, by the time we play, they've kind of 
withered. So I mm. feel like there's been a good flow whereby people have been able to make it in if they were, even if they were waiting. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see anybody on our socials that was hitting us up yeah. saying that they didn't make it. I feel like a lot that's of people good. would get there, see how big the line is, think, okay, that's about the capacity of the club. Screw this, I'm going somewhere else. So um, Yeah, we'll yeah. come back later yeah, or something. Yeah, come back later, yeah. So I think it's I think it's I think it's worked out well. It's been confusing because there's in Wellington there was like probably fifteen hundred a thousand to fifteen hundred wow. people outside and the capacity of the clubs four hundred. <laughs> um so it was like filled like basically as soon as they opened the doors. But I think they kind of like people would come and people would go and then mm. new people would come in and This yeah. is pretty specific to Auckland, I guess, but bear with me if you're from any part of the country. Neck of the woods this Friday. Mm. Are yeah. you hoping the line snakes all the way down K Road or are you gonna go the <laughs> other way and kinda of twist it down up a Queen Street <laughs> and make people like on a upslope? Yeah. There's a there's a re- I was think I was literally thinking about this. This is um Curry place. I think that's a curry place. Butter and they, chicken factory. Yeah, they, yeah, the butter chicken factory. Yeah. And they do butter chicken on chips. And I was like, we should just hire the boys to like do some catering for the line. Because mm. if we if we stretch it, or maybe we could well, we should a, just hand out butter chicken on chips. Yeah. Or maybe we could do a little bit of a cashy with the boys being like, we'll send the line that way, <laughs> and we'll take like maybe a split of the butter chicken on chips sales of the night. But I don't know. TBC butter chicken factory. For some reason, if you're listening. Uh, let us know. We'll try to arrange a little deal. Yeah, it's actually a good. Um, it's a good segue because I wanted to talk about how creative you boys are, um, and you're just talking about coming up with ideas for Butter Chicken Factory on the fly. Um, merch has always been like a huge part of what you guys do, especially like promoting your music. So, mm. oh, over the years we've had um, un- pink umbrellas for shelter that yeah. I still find around various media offices. Yeah. Got, we've had lunch boxes. Yeah, colognes. Um, we've had colognes for low key. Yeah. We had uh, remote control cars for, for a ride. ride um, You're doing my lines. Yeah. I've done my research. No. You're letting me prove that I've done my research. Yeah, you, you are the most researched person in the New Zealand music industry, Harry. Is that a combination of the two of you? Is there one of you that drives that? Is it like you've got a song title and then you come up with the merch idea? Or do you come up with the merch idea and then the song title? It's, it's usually... It would always be song title first. Yeah. Mm. Um, not often are we sitting in the studio going, this would be a... <laughs> A great remote control car <laughs> yeah. advert. What should we name I guess it? at that point the song becomes the advert for yeah. the merch, which yeah. is not. I'm not mad at that idea yeah. either, but I think you like usually ideas like that just come around from spitballing and kind of yeah. just well, there was taking a, the, the purse a little bit. There was a run there where every single song we put out, we put out like an accompanying b- piece of merch. I I actually have a creative idea for you. It's actually it's a manifest is mm. what I'm going to do here. So yeah, suck. you've done breakfast with Ella. Mm-hmm. You've done lunch with Bianca. Mm-hmm. You've um you've done nights with Ruby, but yep. it wasn't actually labelled as dinner. That's still open. Mm-hmm. So you could do you could do dinner with Amelia. Yeah. And manifest a chicken shop date. Oh in your future. yeah. Oh yeah, with Amelia. Man, we were driving down the street one day in LA and she was on the footpath and Will just screams out the window, I love the show or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, and she was like just I don't really even think she it. heard. Yeah. But that would be so awesome. I'd love to. She's I, I wonder so how funny, I, man. Yeah. She's, yeah. I love her. She's so funny. Which is actually a really good segue to one of my last questions. So the Diplo story is probably one of the most important mm. in Sartre law. Um, yeah, for yeah. those who don't know, give the quick rundown. Or mm. I, I'll, I'll do it for you, actually. Okay. Here we go. So you basically stalked Diplo. Yes. Right? You tracked down where he was going to be at a certain time. You had a USB with your first song, No More, or your mm. first EP. Few first EP. I had a whole EP on yeah. it. I had yeah. breakfast. 
uh, lunch with Bianca on it. Yeah, Holly yeah. P on it. He leaves the restaurant, gets in a car. There's a little slit in the window, mm-hmm. and you throw your USB in and yeah. say, "We're starting from New Zealand. Please play our music on your BBC radio show." Well, we didn't actually say anything to him. We, we kind of—I <laughs> was banging on the window, holding the USB, and I think he was just like, "Oh well, okay." let him in so I just he pops it down literally like it was like a comedically small amount it was like okay. I was like Fring! and yeah. it was like doo, 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 <laughs> and then um, but we put like a text document in the on the USB that was like hi where's uh, where Saatchi blah 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 blah. this is our email address and this is mm. what we do and then yeah and then but it took him like it, it was like six months later or something like that like because we, we'd given Skrillex a USB, we'd given Steve Aoki... And we'd also just gone to, like, the hotel lobbies mm. during, like, Big Day Out. Like, I met Mac Miller, and I met, mm. like, Dylan Francis and, like, George from the 1975. Just, like, we were just... I don't know, we must have been, like, 15 or 16. We were yeah. just, like, mm. just on that, like, fans. We were just fans <laughs> trying to go get a selfie and stuff. And then we started bringing USBs because we were, like, we've got all this music that we've made. And yeah, we 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 successfully tracked down Diplo when he was on tour here. Yeah. Um, I've actually brought a USB. It doesn't have my music on it. But <laughs> Does it have I thought, your song on it? Given I'm now blonde, yeah, and you never know when Sasha needs to expand to a third member. Mm. I thought I could show off my talents of throwing USBs through small spaces. Okay. If you guys could like replicate how much of a slit you there was the window. with your hand, <laughs> like keep it away from your I'll faces. I'll be the window, and then you do. So not right might... in the not right <laughs> in the light of Will's face. <laughs> like maybe in the gap. I'll catch it. it in my mouth. <laughs> we almost need maybe like... just out here in front of you. Yes. We almost need like a. If you pass me that laptop, Will. Oh my god. And I'll. Kind of hold it. Go. Yeah, go, Harry, get okay. it through there. <laughs> nice! He Man? does, he does yeah. play basketball. <laughs> that's, <laughs> one, that's one play on yes. BBC, <laughs> BBC Radio 1. A lot of the Tahi Podcast audience, believe it or not, is musicians. Ah. Um, that's part of our first initial following. Um, we've got so, some we've got some non-musician folk as well, but yeah. there, there are some musicians that support the show, whether they've been in before. Um, and I want to ask a quick question to you guys. So, Saatchi has had some really good success with your song releases and some of your festival slots, Tomorrowland, like there's been some epic moments. On the other end of it, when you put out a song or you don't get a lineup spot that you really wanted, or you put out a song and it doesn't go as well as you'd hoped. How do you guys deal with those feelings? Because that's a lot of what we hear sometimes from mm. musicians who are maybe on the newer end, where it's like, it'd be quite a scary thing. You're putting yourself out there, you're putting your art uh, out there, you really want it to go well. Sometimes it doesn't mm. all go to your expectations. How have you guys dealt with moments like that in the past? I think I think you just gotta keep going and just keep putting stuff out. I think it doesn't really matter as much like with the TikTok kind of generation now of like you can post literally thousands of pieces of content and like none of them could do well but if one goes like it kind of can literally change your entire life um but yeah i think it's just you just gotta you just gotta pick yourself up again and just keep putting out music or and just like just try to be consistent i think consistency is the main thing you know try put out a song every month or something like that and just be working on music every day and um guaranteed something will eventually eventually yeah. go that's a really good question because eh? I do feel like you are putting your it is daunting you know you're putting like a part of yourself putting a song out into the ether for people to like or not like mm. and I think I think I don't know I think for me it comes back to like what are you doing it for you know like is it for that external validation or is it for is it the kind of expression that you know we're so often like chasing in the studio or just like the the curiosity or the 
experimentation that we're following in the studio. So I think, I don't know, yeah, and I think exactly to Will's point, like if you just gotta, if it doesn't go well, you just gotta do it again because if you stop doing it because it doesn't go well, Mm. what are you doing it for, you know? Mm. Um, Loads of our stuff at the start didn't work at all. Like, you know, we're literally playing shows to one or two people, one of them being Nick's dad and the other one being my mum. And then, yeah. you know, just like, you know, but... And a bunch of people in the bar that, like, were definitely just there to drink in us and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. For, for a show. They're like, yeah. who are these? You Not just, for two bleach blonde boys. No, like, no, white. But you just got to keep going. Banging on a drum pad. Yeah. yeah persistence, is, persistence has been a, a beautiful, beautiful thing in, our, in, the, in the story of Saatchi. Mm. Very good. Brilliant. Yeah. The Tahi, number one show for New Zealand music advice. Well, man, it's, I mean, it's important, you know, yeah. to share that. Like, it's, we certainly had some really good advice coming up, and I think yeah. if we can hmm. pass that forward, it's, um, you know, it's great. Cool. Uh, Thank you so much, Nick and Will, from Sarah. We better yeah. wrap it up before we keep going. Yeah. yeah. Anything you want to plug last minute? Um, We've got a remix of Holligan coming out this Friday. Yeah. Oh. Um, in time for the Nick of the Woods show. In time for the, the Nick and of the it's, Woods. And it's Club Saatchi, the final, yeah. the finale. Yeah. Auckland. This Friday. Free Nick of the Woods. Get there get, early. Get there get early. Very early. early. Go get yourself a butter chicken on chips uh, from the butter chicken factory. <laughs> Thanks, Tahi. Thanks, guys. And we're back. How'd you feel about that? Um, I actually loved it. I feel like uh, visually, uh, Harry and Sarchi look like they're one band. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's the graphic tees and blonde hair. Yeah, like little arm tats. Yeah. Yeah, they look great together. Yeah. Um, fun fact for those of you behind the scenes, if you're listening now, uh, constantly when we're recording, we have uh, Harry in our ear telling us, hey, wrap it up or find the out. Mostly me, to be fair. <laughs> you know, it's how it goes. <laughs> so Evie thought it would be funny to tell him to wrap it up during that interview. He did not look He happy. didn't love it. He no, didn't he didn't love, love it. it. <laughs> so that's, that's my B. Um, but to be fair, for me and Saul, it was It felt funny. good. It felt fucking good. We, it was funny for us. Yeah. But yeah. sorry. Sorry, Harry. My Speaking B. of celebrities, though, you got something for us, Evie? I was just thinking about something today, yeah. uh, as as uh, as I like to do, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking about like celebrities and the random stuff you have in common with them, and in this weird way, it makes me think that like I'm as successful could be as successful as them, or like mm. am their friend. For example, uh, me and Vanessa Hudgens have the same birthday, nice. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Makes me think I could have been in High School Musical because me and Vanessa Hudgens both born on the same day, mm-hmm. and then me and Tim Burton have the same painting. And it's not like it's a it's not like it's a niche painting. Like it's it's a pretty famous one. Mm. It's um, Garden of Earthly Delights by Hieronymus Bosch, mm-hmm. which um, it's a lot. Mm. It's it's a lot. Um, but I love that painting. And then I was like, well, maybe maybe I'm as good a director as Tim Burton because we're both like that. Maybe we're inspired by the same thing. We're driven from the same. We've got the same taste, you mm. know. Maybe maybe I'm gonna go and direct a Wednesday show. Mm. Maybe I am. Do you have any random? Celebrities you got stuff in common with? I share a birthday with Rihanna. That's cool. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty That's happy about that. That's really cool. And Kurt Cobain. That's interesting and cool. <laughs> interesting. Well, it's like two. It's like two very different but very prominent musicians, right? Yeah. What do you think that says about you? Well, I've lived longer than Kurt Cobain now. True. Um, yeah. But unlike Rihanna, I don't have like a, a day, a national day in my home country that celebrates me. I don't have a road named after me. You'll get there. And um, and. I'm not hailed as a uh, sex icon just yet. 
Just I'm working you. on it, yeah. Um, I always liked that me and Chris Pratt were both fat and ginger and kind of like slightly funny, but then he became like a real douchebag. He's a bit odd now, isn't yeah, he? Like, so... look, in my opinion, and this is again personal opinion, mm. but like Anna Faris is a catch. Oh. Imagine being famous for being hot and funny. Like, that's what you're yeah. famous for. You're the hot girl who's also funny. Yeah. I mean, imagine. I mean, that's not. I mean, that's what I think I'm doing. You know, mm. like that's my delusion. Mm. But it's not reality for yeah. her. It is, and then he divorced her. What? Couldn't be me. Just yeah. all I'm saying. Could not be me. Um, but you know what else I haven't come with some celebrities? Oh, let's hear it. So my Myers Briggs personality type. For those who don't know what that is, it's like a little personality quiz, and it gives you a little thingy, mm. little code. Mine's ENFJ, mm-hmm. and I'd like to just read you a short list of the other people celebrities that are ENFJ. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it gets better. Barack Obama. What? Morgan Freeman. Nelson Mandela. Oh, Maya Angelou. AOC. Meryl Streep. Tupac. Viola Davis. And that's all really great, but then we've got one sort of outlier there, which is Ben Affleck. Mm. I don't want to have anything in common with Ben Affleck, apart from that I love J-Lo. Mm. Um, but I find that really uh, interesting. <laughs> Because those are all people that have kind of, like, shaped the world in a way. Mm. Um, this at first made me feel great. I was mm. like, I could, it means I could do that. Then I realised that um, it is the opposite situation and I can't do that. Um, and then I felt really bad that I would never be Oprah Winfrey. Um, oh, don't beat yourself up. I, none of be. us can, I know, but it's just Winfrey. like, for a moment there... There were some dizzying heights of what I thought I was going to be capable of, you know? Like, I was like, oh, if Morgan Freeman could do it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what that was think? just what I was thinking about today in the car. This Stuff I got in common with celebrities. Interesting car thought. It's Tuesday, which means it's time for new music. Woo! We Yay. have new music for you. Yay! Um, our featured artist this week? Chai. Chai has a brand new song called Drippin' in Gold. Mm. Chai is awesome. All of her songs are super fun, super cool, super awesome. Her new song, very much super cool and awesome. But one thing I will mention about Chai, probably the best dressed I was just about to say, her featured artist profile photo is so cool. She always looks incredible. And she Mm. has, I asked her once at an awards show because her and all her like friends showed up in matching outfits and it was like, oh that's crazy. They looked so cool and I was like, where did you get it? She was telling me that she has a friend who like makes all of her looks for her and her friends and like they collaborate a lot on it and the looks like an important part of like what she's trying to like present. True. And like she dresses amazing. Like the song is great but also follow her on Instagram for some fashion inspo as well. Big shout out to Jackson Owens, also featured on there with Now Forever, his latest single, which we were talking about in the interview earlier. And I want to make a big shout out uh, for our global artist, um, Marvs. Um, that's the bro. He's from Oz, based in Sydney, I think. Um, I've, oh, man, I've been like doing interviews with him. I've known him for a couple of years, like back when I was on radio. I, I know him because he was from Margaret, I'm pretty sure, before he moved to Oz. Um, and that dude's just like an all-round like great musician, great guy, great father. Like there's a photo of him and his son on the cover art for his last album. Yeah. He's a real sweetheart. So shout out to Mars, man. Much love. And we've got a lot of other music on there for you though, including new Foley, new Jana, uh, new Chase Woods and Shush, which I think is like probably my favorite man, artist yeah. name I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Um, just Shush. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then an in international, uh, we've got Citizen. 
um, a little rock song that I threw in for you. Yeah, saw that. <laughs> saw that. New Oliver Tree, new Stormzy, and new Zayn of One Direction fame, of ex of Gigi Hadid. Zayn, new music. I love Get into it. We need to start referring to men as blah blah blah's ex. Yeah, I mean Pete Davidson's way ahead on that one. Eh? Yeah, I it's do that. So I do much, that. It's so much better because you know when people like refer to women only as they'll be like wife of. Yeah, or yeah. ex wife of. Yeah, no, uh, Zayn is <laughs> ex boyfriend of Gigi Hadid. Ex boyfriend of Gigi Hadid's Zayn. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we should introduce him from now on. Like but you can that. check all of that music out on the Tahi list, available on Spotify or streaming now on the website 247 at Tahi.fm. Check it out. Also, check it out over on the digital side of things, a brand new series that's just hit Radio New Zealand. Talk to us about it. There is a very cool series that has dropped on Radio New Zealand called Undercurrent. And it's really interesting. It's about misinformation and disinformation in Aotearoa with like a bit of a focus on the upcoming election. Mm. And there's been... I mean, they get so deep into it. There's five or six episodes, and it's an interactive thing on the webpage. You can, like, scroll through text conversations. You can click things. which It's like a game, but mm. you learn. And it's really, really interesting, like, just looking at the way that misinformation or disinformation can get through the cracks mm. and seep into new channels. And um, if... I mean, one thing that it made me think about which is a bit of a yarn that I'm wondering what you and other people think about, is from listening to Undercurrent and having a look at it, a lot of the people that have sort of gotten involved in this misinformation and gone down that rabbit hole, as people call it, Mm. they're a bit older. So a lot of boomers. Mm. And I started thinking, like, isn't it kind of on us that we didn't teach our parents or the older people in our lives to be tech literate? Like, there's a lot of it that's tech and media illiteracy that Mm. for a lot of the not all of them and this is not like judging anyone of like you didn't know you're dumb it's no one's fault it's just like you look at something and you're not able to pick apart that this website is dodgy and this Mm. website is weird and this website is fake or this information is not credited they don't Mm. know how to go and look like visually just see that that's not legit whereas Mm. people our age can because we Mm. like grew up with the internet so it's like we just left these people to not know and now we're, like, mad at them for mm. not knowing. It's kind of weird. I feel bad. I didn't teach my mum how to use the internet. I just left her there. Mm. And now she's just, like, I don't know, she just posts a lot of photos of, like, outfits she buys on Facebook, which mm. is adorable um, and very safe. But, you know, like it, it's just a weird thought that I was having. Yeah, I think I think the series is going to be very relatable to a lot of people. Um, I think we all had that one auntie who, when COVID first came around, thought that eating grapes would make you somehow immune because she saw it on a Facebook post. But also moving into some of the more extreme conspiracy theories. Uh, it's a great series. It's available now on the RNZ website, correct? Yes, rnz.co.nz slash undercurrent. And I think it's very important to have a geese at this before we come into the election. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to be informed on your vote, girl. Got to do it. Okay, and we're welcoming in an illustrious guest here to the studio for the Tahi. This is Hamish. He is a comedian. Say hello, Hamish. Hello, hello, hello. Um, you guys have seen uh, you guys seen hot ones where they they do hot sauce and they eat the wings and everyone loves it. Seen that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're copying that. We're so just lamely stealing it. We've, we've got no... a new segment here on the Tahi. It is called Spicy Sit Down Comedy. <laughs> Uh, where a stand-up comedian will join us and tell us jokes. And if we laugh, we have to drink hot sauce. And if we don't laugh, the comedian has to drink hot sauce. How are you feeling, Hamish? You ready oh, to do some jokies? Feeling so good. Yeah. Cool. Feeling great. You guys got to give me, like, a big comedian intro. 
Okay, um, Shall and I walk in? coming to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, it's Hamish. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Hey. Wow. Oh, good to be here at the Tahi Studios. It's great. Hello, guys. I'm Hamish. I'm a comedian. Um, as you can see, I'm growing up my hair at the moment because I was tired of people saying I look like the kid from Up with a beard. So you know, now I just look like Hagrid, the two less fuckable characters in existence. I feel like that's one. Like... <laughs> you do look like the kid from Arthur's yeah, Beard. I was like, no, yeah, it's two. Okay, okay. Oh, right. Yes, that's one. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Okay, go, go. All right, second oh, joke. That just Sec- tastes foul. <laughs> All oh, right. that tastes foul. Second joke. Um, now, nah, it's been it's been a real interesting time for me. I've been up to a lot of stuff, you know. I've been hanging out at a lot of local trampoline parks uh, because it's the only place where it's socially acceptable to spear tackle an eight-year-old in midair. So, shit. All right. Well, that's one down. Here Off we go. go. Here I go. Taste the rainbow, bro. Oh, it just tastes gross. I'm oh, already, I've had one see? sippy and I'm already in a hard place. Oh, f- it, <laughs> it tastes shit. like... You guys like impressions? Oh, I love impressions. You guys, okay. This is my first impression. It's a man waving down the bus, but the bus just drives right past him, right? So here we go. Oh, shit. Uh, my second impression, thank you. Uh, my second impression, it's of a gay man doing the exact same thing, right? So here we go. Oh, shit. Uh, the lesson there is it's 2023. <laughs> We're all the same. I got Evie. <laughs> I got Evie. <laughs> Actually, I did that joke two weeks ago at a gig in Hamilton, and the ah! guy in the audience was like, "Oh yeah, they do catch the bus like us." So, <laughs> that's part of the joke. That's part of the joke. Oh, this is going better than I expected <laughs> for me. For me. Oh, it's not going good for me, Hamish. <laughs> Do a bad one. <laughs> Do a bad one. You guys like uh, the Anzacs, you know, Gallipoli and all that World War One. Do we like them? Do you, do you guys know about them? Yeah. Well, I like studying that. I love World War One, But do you think when the Anzacs landed in Gallipoli and they saw their mates just getting blown up and killed, do you think they just overlooked that battlefield and they were just like, fuck, I hope someone makes a biscuit about this? No, that doesn't count as one. I'm not going to... So sorry, Hamish. <laughs> it's fine. There's hot sauce... Is it, I don't find it particularly hot. It's just gross. It just tastes so Bro, I bad. To, I have to go to work after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a top up, baby? Uh, uh, no. God. God. Okay, next joke. Um, oh, what else have I been up to? Oh, I've, been, I've been thinking a lot just about Harold the Giraffe, right? Because we learnt our drug safety from that guy. But if you tell someone who didn't go to school in New Zealand that we learnt our drug safety from just a puppeted giraffe at the back of a truck just sounds like we're on drugs the whole time, you know? I think that stuff worked for me, because, like, uh, I'm afraid of meth, all right? I'm afraid of how it smells, because one day I'm afraid I'm going to smell it. I've never smelt it, but one day I'm afraid I'm going to smell it, because I'm afraid that's going to just bring back nice childhood memories, you know? Like, I'll be at my nana's house, and I'll just be like, mm, mm, grandma's house. I fucked that joke up, so I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to do this. <laughs> do I have to drink now? Do no, I you... Were, I'm going to drink because I laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do, I, do, I, do we all drink? I fucked up. We all drink. Oh, I hate this. Oh, God. Anyone else getting a headache? Um, How many more jokes do you want me to do? I want you to keep going until we're out of hot sauce. Uh, the whole oh. bottle? Keep going. Do you want me to die? Yeah. Go. So I've been seeing, seeing myself have a lot of goals recently. I'm trying to become a more... Uh, just a patriotic member of this country, become a more like New Zealandy New Zealander. So, actually, right after this, I'm actually going to go ram raid a four square. That was subtle. 
That was subtle. It was subtle, but it was there. Eve, 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 Not just some of it, all of it. Not just some of it, all of it. She's shaking. Oh, I feel bad. Oh, no, I feel bad. Should we stop? Oh, maybe we'll stop. I'm good. She's back. I'm fine. I'm, I'm generally bad. I'm now. actually fine. I'm actually fine. <laughs> okay. All right. If you laugh at this last joke, we all, you have to drink what's left in the cup. Okay. <laughs> so I get I have anxiety, right? I get anxious in very weird places. Like the other day, uh, I was getting anxious at the supermarket, and I was trying to be like, "Why am I getting anxious here?" And I think it was from when I was a kid, and like I'd lose my mum in a supermarket. And I'd just start to freak out. I'd be like, where's my mummy? Where's my mummy? I can't find my mummy anywhere. So now when it's just me in the supermarket, I start to freak out. I calm myself down. I go, whoa, 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 mate. You're mummy now. Let's just keep shopping, you know? And I'm driving home. I see a McDonald's. I was like, I should get some McDonald's. I'm like, whoa, whoa, mate. You got food at home. It's leftover McDonald's. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this. I'm so sorry. It's alright. I felt bad as soon as you started laughing. I was like, oh. You're alright. Oh my god. What a team player. I just love to laugh. Honestly. Being punished. I did everything right. Thank you for joining us today. Hey. Hamish, Hamish is performing this week and this weekend. Do go check it out. And you don't um, have to drink hot sauce when you check. Yeah. Does his joke, you so. can just not laugh. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, Ellis. I, 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 now, you know what? I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, literally, can you, like, get out? I'm gonna start that's telling people so that I'm making that, that a thing. See, my, like in my circles, that would go down a tree. Yeah. In, in others, I don't know that it would. Eh? I don't know. Uh, oh dear. All right. Hey, we're wrapping things up. They're cutting on in, and you're like, "Why are they laughing?" It's because we're cutting the joke that I made. But hey, welcome back. Um, thank you so much for tuning on in. It's good to have you back, Evie. It's nice, nice to... to be back. Yeah. Back um, in the building. I get to go on holiday in two weeks' time. I'm I'm where are you going again? I'm going to Ivory Coast. No, I'm fucking with you. I'm going to Salmon Week. I'm going to Week. When are you going to New York? I thought you were going to New York. Nah, that's next year. I was going to sing the song. That was my whole bit. I was going to go, where are you going? New York. Yeah, no, I don't have enough money for a ticket just yet. Um, Turns out international travel, very expensive. Yeah. Um, But funny enough, like going back to Salmon is probably going to be more expensive than going to New York. How come? It's just... As a sound, like I'm gonna get there, and my cousins are gonna be like, "Oh, can you top up my phone?" And <laughs> um, they're gonna be like, "Oh, those are nice shoes." I'm gonna be like, "All right, uh, this is my this is my life hack." If you're if you're an islander, you know this one. You go to Kmart, and you buy all your clothes at Kmart for dirt cheap pennies on the dollar. You know what I mean? And when you go there, and your cousin goes, "Oh, that's a nice shirt," you go, "Here, G, have it." Mm. I leave all my clothes behind. Not giving I, like, away the good stuff. Huh? Yeah, I go with a full suitcase. I buy some new clothes and I leave my Kmart clothes there and then my cousin's like, yeah, Ethan gave me this shirt and I'm like, yo, you're welcome, G. Like, it was expensive ads. And everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God so yeah, like, you're the best. Yeah. You're like Kmart yeah. tops. Yeah, but really, in reality, I'm cheap. Um, <laughs> I want to go to Samoa one time. Do you think that I'd like it or would I be, get too hot and sunburned and want to I home? think, like, yeah, genuinely, because, like, Samoa's, like, one of the hottest Pacific Islands. 
Like it's much hotter than other places. Like you, if you go to I, I, like in Tonga, like they wear jeans and hoodies and jackets and things I've been like to that. Cook like, Island. I've been to Cook Islands. Before. Cook Islands is nowhere near as hot. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't yeah. that. It wasn't that hot. I got off the plane in the Cooks with shoes on and a hoodie, and I was like, "Wow, it's twenty degrees in Samoa. It's like, like I'll like it hits forty. And full humidity. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Nah, been there, done that. I was in Korea when I was living there. It was the hottest summer on record and every day it was like this is the hottest summer in a hundred years and then the next day would be like oh wait no no it's today now it's today yeah I... how did your hair feel oh oh it did it. Mm. it 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 was horrible yeah and like i am a swishy individual mm. it is what it is i've accepted it okay but like i'm sweating like wet in the face it's at night and it's like 37 degrees and Mm. we're like partying whatever and these people are coming up to me because they don't get sweaty like that being like can i touch it or like whoa what's wrong with you and trying to like fan me down i'm like girl it's 37 degrees one day i got to 44 Mm. and i had to walk up a hill that day and i can't believe i'm alive to tell the tale i um i remember we were in where were we we were we were in phuket and it was 40 degrees, full humidity. It was so hot. When we were riding on our mopeds, I couldn't cool down because the air was warm. Mm. Like, you know how like you like you think, like, oh, let's get on the road again. I'll catch a breeze. With the wind the, in my hair. The air was hot. Like, it was, like, hot to breathe. It was, like, spicy air. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I just, like, no, no rest, no break. I'm by the beach, and it's just, just. I'm not catching a breeze. It's just yeah. Anyway, look, we're in the middle of winter. We're all looking forward to summer. I'm looking forward to some. I got leave. a hot question for you though before we wrap up. Oh, great! You got to go straight to the top of your dome. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Too cold. Yeah, same. Yeah. You put put a blanket on. What am I going to do? I'm too hot. I, Take my skin I, off. Like, come on. Yeah, but then at the same time, right? It's easier to, like, is it easier to cool down than it is to warm up? Just get in a hot shower. And just stay in there as long as you can. Yeah, but like you know, when you're like hot and sweaty, you can just jump in front of a fan and you immediately feel better. But when you're cold, you can wrap yourself in a blanket and still be cold. I'd still rather be too cold. Yeah, because at least I'm yeah. not sweating. I'm also so white that the like if it's too hot, I just go pink. Oh, me too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah you wouldn't believe another thing we have in common. You wouldn't believe how pink my face can get in a hot day, girl. You wouldn't. You wouldn't recognize me. I wear a lot of makeup, so you can't tell, but it's bad. It's I love really that we bad. do a podcast instead of like all videos. Cause, well, actually, I do kind of hate it because if I ever get a sunburn, I'm going to turn up to work and it's going to be very apparent. I will be sunburned all of summer. It happens uh, every year. Yeah. Do you, uh, odds of me getting a sunburn this time I go to Samoa, you want to throw some odds down? Oh, like a 99% chance. Thanks. All right. Yeah. We'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your love and support. Prayers. Yeah, I appreciate that, Evie. All right. That's all the time we have for today. Big shout out to all of our guests who have joined us on the show today. Um, we look forward to seeing you on, on Thursday. And until we see you then, we say kakite and. Say it, say it with some confidence. Did I say it right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yay! Enough. Thank you. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. Say it with your chest. No, but I, now I'm making me feel like I got to do it bad. Right. We'll see you guys on Thursday. <laughs>